the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello, my friends. I'm Dennis Prager. Before I get to my guest, I'm very, uh, very excited to talk to. I need to express some things about what is happening in my county, Los Angeles County. Outdoor dining has been banned. So the restaurants that survived the first ban on eating at a restaurant, even outside, are going to be, many will be crushed now, which is fine with the L.A. Times and fine with Barbara Ferrer, the the county uh, head of uh, health. Uh, the, The left, one of the great lies of our time, and of all time, is that the left is compassionate. Their compassion is so selective as to be as to be absurd, and one of the amazing things in life is to to see the people whose lives are crushed by the Democratic Party vote Democrat. I'm thinking of all the Hispanic workers in restaurants uh, in the Los Angeles area who have no income now, as a result of the Democrats. That's it. it it's there's no other explanation. The L.A. Times, of course. This is the headline, L.A. Outdoor Dining Ban Survives Challenges, COVID-19 Outlook Worsens. Because they count the cases. This is an, an, an idiotic uh, way of uh, determining uh, the, the, the dangers. And, of course, you can eat in an airplane, but you cannot eat outdoors at a restaurant. Get that? Just, want, just thought I'd share that with you, <laughs> uh, the, the, uh, how selective. But cause they don't want to put Delta out of business, but they're totally happy to put Harry's Diner out of business. So uh, this this woman, I looked up this woman, Barbara Ferrer. I'm going to talk about her later. I'm going to see what, what uh, is doable to get her out of office. Just to give you an idea of, of those of you who think the health authorities uh, follow science, well, Pasadena, which is uh, essentially borders L.A. County, this station is 10 minutes from Pasadena. They're, they're keeping their restaurants open. They're, they have a different health department. The, the thing that every one of you cities has to do uh, all over the country is now make your own uh, health department. So the people who follow science five miles away, ten miles away, uh, they believe you can sit at an outdoors at a restaurant. The people who, who follow science uh, in Los Angeles think you can't. So there's no such thing for these people as following science. It's all philosophy. It's a philosophy of life. Do I crush people to have a certain utopian result? There's, no, there's nothing good about, about it, even health-wise. And, of course, the judge who dismissed the uh, the Restaurant Association cause, he's getting his salary. And uh, I would bet uh, I bet a great deal of money uh, he is a Democrat as well. You vote for Democrats, you vote to crush the society. I, I give you examples every day. This is the latest. My guest is a uh, remarkable woman, Heidi St. John. She has her own podcast, her own website, has written books. And uh, all of that is at HeidiStJohn.com. And Heidi is in the state of Washington. Is that correct? 
That's right. Lucky me. See, she's good, folks. You could tell already. She's got a, a biting sense of humor. I love it. Well, you're as I don't know who's luckier. I'm in L.A. and you're in Washington State, so it's a tough call. Who, which one of us is governed more by fools? Well, I think the right now, uh, California is winning just a little bit. They've locked us down again here in uh, Washington, but. We can still have outdoor seating, you know, because now it's raining in 40 degrees. Everyone wants to eat outside right now. So uh, last week they closed down the restaurants here, and I'm sitting in my little hometown of Battleground, Washington, and I'm watching business after business get shuttered and closed uh, permanently. I've been speaking out about this for a long time. Uh, it, it, it's horrible. I mean, they're literally ruining small businesses. Because, you know, Chick-fil-A is going to be fine. Wendy's is going to be fine. That's right. Uh, that's that, that, well, that, and the, the, big, the big restaurant chains are, are just fine with the Democrats. The left has yeah. – they're, they're in cahoots. It, yeah. It's the little guy they crush. And, yeah. And, and, well, yeah. I don't understand why – so riddle me this. I've been trying to get, you know, local business owners here to stop kowtowing to this illegal, unconstitutional lockdown, this stripping of uh, our rights and our ability to make a living for our families. And I'm amazed at the number of restaurants who are just like, well, I guess the government told me to. I, I mean, honestly, I don't own a restaurant. I wish I did. We would be open right now. I'd be like, hey, we're going to have 300 well, people funny, in our it, little building. I, I want to say to any L.A. restaurant that wants to uh, open that I will announce that on the air and try to get as many people to protect you uh, in the front of your restaurant as I can with my radio. So I just... just yeah, uh, that's what needs to happen. Well, and I said last week I did a Facebook Live about this, trying to petition the restaurant owners and the small businesses. You know, right now they're telling churches in Washington State you can't sing anymore. You can't have a worship team up on your stage. All, you know, But you can have a soloist because the Rona won't get you with a soloist. But if it's a duet, you, you guys, you might die. It's a possibility that you're going to die. And I've been saying for a long time, why don't we stand? Why is there no civil disobedience? Why, they're going to kill you anyway. I'd rather die on my feet. I'd rather die with my uh, Yes, that, that's right. That's exactly right. It, it, it's so. So, what is the story? Where do you live exactly? Are you near Seattle? Where are you? No. So I'm about 20 minutes outside of Portland, Oregon, uh, in Battleground, Washington. So basically, a sleeper community of Vancouver, Washington, and Portland, Oregon. And that sleeper community, the the restaurants cannot operate. They can only operate for takeout. Uh, that's it. Takeout, and if, if you want to eat outside. So, like, I'm watching absurd things happen. It's cold here now. You know, it's in the 40s. And I'm watching absurd things happen. I'm watching people putting tents out. And you can eat in a tent outside of right. the restaurant. And right. you can put a, a heater. It's absurd. It's absurd. Uh, yeah. So that's what they're doing. And that happened last week. That's the latest of the lockdowns for Emperor Inslee. All right, uh, you uh, you have how many kids? Seven. Uh, I knew it was a big number. <laughs> <laughs> how old are they? Uh, our oldest is almost thirty, and the youngest is ten. So you started early. Yeah, I was twenty-one. Yes, but relatively early. 
I guess by today's standards. By today's standards, yeah, that, that's that's correct. Yeah. So the yeah. youngest is how old? Ten. Oh, is that amazing? So do, so do you have a grandchild that is almost the age of your child, your youngest? I do. Yes. So our oldest grandson is eight. So I have an eight-year-old grandson, a six-year-old grandson, and a uh, eight-month-old granddaughter. Well, and how many of your seven live in Washington State? Uh, so far, all of them. Hallelujah. They all live around here. My son and his wife are in Seattle. Uh, bless them. And uh, everybody else, one of our sons is attending college in Portland. And uh, everybody else is right in the in the Vancouver area. So they're all in. I'm very, very grateful. They're all living right around here. So I have a, a tough question. Uh, I don't, you don't have to answer it, but it's now a question I ask every conservative and or, and or religious person usually they're the same how many of your children are uh, share your values all of them they're they're all walking with the lord and um, two of our uh two of our daughters actually work for me i run an organization called mom strong international uh our oldest daughter does all the graphic design for that um our our uh, i mean our second oldest our oldest daughter is married to a pastor and uh, they work at a church in Camas, Washington. Uh, all of our kids share our values. I, I, I honestly I mean that that comes from years of praying for them and years of teaching them our values. And uh, also, I think it has a lot to do with not putting them in a, in a godless education system that was going to do its level best to make sure they didn't share our values. Val, that's the subject. So you homeschooled all seven? Yes. We didn't start out that way. Our oldest daughter attended public school in Oregon uh, through the second grade. We we started seeing some things happening in the schools 25 years ago that troubled us. And so we pulled her out and took a chance. It was a risk. It wasn't, frankly, it was nothing I wanted to do. Uh, you know, my, I, I graduated from a private Christian school. My husband uh, graduated from a public school. We had no experience with homeschooling. And frankly, everybody that we knew that did homeschool, I'll just be really honest, everybody that we knew that did homeschool was a little on the nutty side. You know, I mean, they were grinding their own wheat in the flour, and they weren't registering their kids for anything. That wasn't, you know, that was... Okay, great. This is the subject that I need to address because I am begging people to take their kids out of schools and either find a great school, which is rare, or homeschool, which is intimidating. So we'll find out about the latter in a moment. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first, but because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. 
I want to remind you that I will be taking a cruise, another Prager cruise. Done it every year for 25 years except this year. I would have done it this year happily. The uh, the amount of uh, arrogant irresponsibility on the part of officials, the media, and a good chunk of the uh, the epidemiological world uh, has become known. Apparently, millions of Americans have decided that they're getting nonsense, evil nonsense, uh, from Fauci and the CDC, and they uh, uh, they have decided to travel. I'm I, I'm just delighted. God bless you. Enjoy life. Don't listen to fools. Has nothing to do with science. The science is on our side. Anyway, taking a cruise, London to Iceland. There's a uh, they all sell out, and a word to the wise is sufficient. The banner is up at DennisPrager.com. A terrific woman is Heidi St. John, recommended to me by one of the most terrific human beings I know, and I am blessed with great people in my life, Jack Hibbs. Jack Hibbs recommended to me someone in Ethiopia. I would have them on the air. But uh, when we spoke, I was convinced uh, that is when Heidi St. John and I spoke on the phone, I realized Jack Hibbs. It's a great pastor, knew what he's talking about. So she has her own podcast, her own website, HeidiStJohn.com. And uh, I, I am pushing something I didn't do, so I don't know much about it. I only know it's the only alternative in vast segments of our society, vast areas, that is to homeschool, because most schools will uh, poison your child's soul, mind, spirit, etc. So you you started, you had no intention. You wanted to send your kids to public school, correct? That's right, yeah. And you began doing that. Okay, so I'm going to jump to the end and then go back. The, the, the bottom line, tell me, uh, uh, how intimidating is it to homeschool your child? I think it's as intimidating as you allow it to be because I, I felt I was listening to a narrative that was basically given to me by all of the teachers and educators that I'd ever spoken to, including people in my own family who said, you need to leave that up to the professionals. You're not a trained teacher. You don't know what you're doing. And they made me feel like even at, you know, 27 years old, I was somehow incompetent to teach basic math. What are we doing to our children when they come out of our high schools and we tell them you are not competent enough to teach a six-year-old basic math. So it's a lie. It, the premise is a lie. And once you jump into it, and I always tell parents, don't overthink it. Just start doing it. And you will realize in a matter of about two days, oh, my goodness, I have been lied to my whole life. I can do this. And that was certainly my experience. We we actually started with our, um, our daughter, Sierra, who's now 27 years old. We started with her and... Uh, while my oldest daughter was still in school, I was kind of experimenting with my six-year-old. And I realized I taught her how to read. And I remember my husband coming home from work one day, and I was like, look look what we're doing. This child who I was told I could never do that because I don't have a degree in elementary school education, she's reading. And at that point, I just thought, I'm taking my other daughter out of school, and none of the rest of our kids have ever darkened the door of a public school or a private school for that matter. What about a parent who 
wants to continue to work. Is homeschooling impossible? No, it's not impossible. I always tell parents where there's a will, there's a way. And let me let me frame it for you this way, because this is the conversation I've been having with hundreds and hundreds of parents in the Portland, Vancouver area who are now going, oh, my goodness, I want my kids out of these schools. I just don't think I can do it. If we thought for one moment, we're learning this in the Rona, if we thought for one moment that there was a deadly disease in our schools, that our kids would catch it and they would be dead within, I don't know, a matter of weeks, months, hours, whatever, would we take our kids out of school and find a different way? Absolutely. And I'm telling them right now that the damage that's being done to our school, to our children psychologically, emotionally, spiritually is 10 times worse than any physical pandemic that would ever come through our schools. And the devastation that they are uh, inflicting on our children is permanent. It's very, very hard to undo it. And so I've been telling parents, you can do this. And I work. Uh, I've written, you know, while we've been homeschooling seven children, I have written, I think, eight books now. Uh, my husband and I have launched a podcast, an international ministry to families. We opened the Homeschool Resource Center. If it's a dream in your heart and you need to do it, you can do it. I've worked uh, in different places while I've homeschooled my children. Is it difficult? Yes. But nothing that's worth doing in this life is is, is easy. I mean, those of us who've been married more than 10 minutes can attest to that. It's worth it. And uh, I tell parents, it's going to be difficult. I'm not going to sugarcoat it, but you can totally do it. And the only people that will tell you that you can't do it are people who don't want you to do it because they realize the power that's in it. You're good. (laughs) (laughs) I enjoy you. So let let me... I'm on a little bit of a crusade, Dennis. I'm on a little bit of a crusade because I'm watching... The city that I love, people, you know, we see Portland, Oregon on the news all the time, right? I grew up in Portland. I went to school and graduated from high school in Portland. I love the city of Portland, Oregon, and I hate what the leftists are doing to it. And they're doing this largely. You see these kids out there every night burning down our cities and tearing down statues of of Abraham Lincoln in the city square in Portland, Oregon. A lot of these kids are coming from these schools, and they've been indoctrinated to believe that they're on a righteous crusade. They really believe it. Every evil doctrine thinks it's righteous. Yes. There there is none that has not. So that people think that they're good is as relevant as people think that they breathe. Yep. Yep. So, uh, okay, so uh, I am on a crusade, too. I I want you to know I think that is a brilliant question to ask. What if there was a pandemic that struck schools would you take your kid out of school of course so is there a an intellectual pandemic yes a moral pandemic yes does it make kids sick in terms of uh, uh, psychologically in terms of happiness in terms of love of country in terms of belief that there might be something higher t- than them to which they are accountable I mean, the, the list is endless. There is yep. a pandemic. It's just not physical. Yep. So, and, uh, and, the, and the results will be much more far-reaching. Well, look, I'm saying this because of the number of parents that I grieve with who have children who have become alienated from them and everything they hold dear because they went to things that are called schools but are actually indoctrination centers. 
And here's a question. Is the kid who turns left a happy person? The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, everyone. Dennis Prager here. Go to HeidiStJohn.com. Her podcast, her books, her website. Heidi St. John is a uh, crusader. I know that word has been banned. I wonder if you crusade, can you crusade against breast cancer? Is that, is that, is that a legit use of the word? I mean, <laughs> the absurdity of it all. Anyway, I'm, I'm happy to be called a crusader for getting kids out of the pandemic, the moral pandemic of our schools. And it's an intellectual pandemic. They, they learn not to think. So, uh, I'm talking to you about people being frightened or intimidated with regard to homeschooling. So let's say they want to start or dip their feet in, in it. And th- is there a place to go to, to, I have two questions. Is there a place that they can go that will give them handholding on how to start? And B, uh, can't you, people imagine that the kids are in the house all day. But my friends who have homeschooled, you know, uh, have told me, oh, we'll be in England next week with their homeschooling group. So mm-hmm. I, I, what, what, is the, what is the case? Can your kid be with others a lot? Yeah, so I'll go back and answer your first question first. Uh, if you're interested in homeschooling, the first place I always send people is to the Homeschool Legal Defense Association. That's hslda.org. Uh, they are the largest homeschool advocacy uh, group or organization in the world and a uh, fantastic organization. You can go there and click on your state and you can find resources that are right available in your state. You can find out what the law is in your state. Everything you need to know about homeschooling, beginning homeschooling, I always tell parents, if you're going to start, start there. All right, give the, give the name of the website again. HSLDA.org. It's the Homeschool Legal Defense Association. My friend Mike Ferris, uh, and his friend Mike Smith founded that organization probably over 30 years ago. Mike is right now, Mike Ferris is also the president currently of the Alliance Defending Freedom. So these are people who care deeply about freedom. And uh, and one of the ways we advance freedom is through homeschooling. And so that's where I would tell people to start. In terms of what it, what it looks like, our children have been to almost all 50 states. They've been around the country. We've taken them to Europe with us. If we study... Uh, the Constitution and the founding of our nation. We're taking them to Williamsburg, to Monticello. We're taking them to Washington, D.C. It's a myth that homeschooling means that parents are locked up at home all day long. If you've got a small child, you're looking, so let's say kindergarten, you know, kindergarten to first grade, even second grade, you're looking at about a one to two hour commitment per day. And that's hard for people to wrap their heads around because we've been conditioned to think that the school bus comes at, you know, 730 in the morning and we don't see our kids again until 4 p.m., so that must be what it, what it takes. But it isn't. Most of what happens in the schools is busy work, right? Because they're teaching, you know, 25, 30 kids at one time. You're basically tutoring children. And even though I tutored seven children, uh, we did, you know, we, we would start our routine at probably about 9 in the morning. And we were done by noon, almost every day without exception. Now, so, so what if I don't know uh, geometry or algebra? How do how so, does how does my kid learn that? 
That's a great question. Coming from a mom who's never taught algebra in her life to any of my kids, uh, you can, you can, what we did for years was we got together with other parents who were also homeschooling. And one of the parents, sometimes a mom, sometimes a dad would say, Hey, I love algebra. I'm great at it. I'll teach your kids, uh, every Thursday from noon to two. And we tutored them. Right. In algebra. Exactly what I assumed. How does one find that algebra teacher? So the, base, the best way to do it right now, is to, honestly, is to get onto social media and say, I'm going to homeschool my kids. This is how uh-huh, I do everything. Uh-huh, it sounds uh-huh. ridiculous. No, it, it makes perfect sense. So you just say, hey, I need an algebra tutor. I'm really good at this. We could trade. We could. There's, I mean, there's a whole bunch of different ways to skin a cat. And I think it starts with, unfortunately, social media is a, a nightmare right now, as you and I well know. Uh, but I think that's the way to do it. Also, hooking up with your state organization. If you go to HSLVA.org and you click on your state, they're going to put you in touch with the state leaders. The state leaders, knows they know what's up. And so, uh, like, if you live in the Portland-Vancouver area, my husband and I have opened the nation's first full-time homeschool resource center. We're there Monday through Thursday. On Friday, we have a homeschool co-op that meets there. But there are tutors there for literally every subject under the sun. And it's very, it's very affordable, and we work with people who don't have the funds. And so, there's we literally are removing every excuse that parents ever give me. That's why we opened up the Homeschool Resource Center. So, if you have an excuse, I've got a solution. I love you. Uh, this is Heidi St. John at HeidiStJohn.com. And when I come back, I want to talk to uh, people who have who have engaged in this from all over the country. Uh, I'm trying to save your kids and grandkids, my friends, from poison, real poison. By the way, talking about helping you uh, with, uh, with the education of your children, PragerU has a program now, PrEP, and it's the PragerU Educators and Parents Program. So you could, you could go to PragerU.com and click on PrEP. And especially if you're a teacher, but if you know a teacher or you're a parent with a kid in school. But we're talking now about homeschooling. By the way, PragerU is a huge help in homeschooling. The 450 videos are a massive education about life. And I, I, I needed to bring that to your attention. It's a major help in educating your kids. My guest is Heidi St. John with her own website and podcasts. The Busy Mom is the title, right? Is that correct of your website? Yeah, that's right. HeidiStJohn.com. The the, uh, the podcast is called Off the Bench. So Off the Bench with, with uh, Heidi St. John, and it's pretty much everywhere podcasts are right now. Excellent. So I keep telling you folks the poison that is uh, being inflicted into your child's soul at the most schools in the United States, the indoctrination rather than education, so you have to take them out. And that might mean homeschooling, and I'm trying to de-intimidize homeschooling for you with Heidi St. John. And uh, let's go, well, here's a fair question. Malcolm in San Jose, California, I'll just summarize it for a moment because I want to get to as many as I can. I'm not sure a dentist knows what it's like to be poor. We have to put our kids in public school. How would you answer that? Oh, I, you know what? I love that question. 
I, I, I don't know that Dennis knows what it's like to be poor, but I know that he knows what it's like to have your kid's heart and mind ruined through indoctrination. And I'm going to go back to where there's a will, there's a way. My husband and I, my husband was a pastor for 20 years. And we homeschooled seven of our children on a single income. You know what that meant? That meant we didn't have new cars. It meant we only had one car for a long time. It meant we lived in a small house. It meant that uh, our kids, all of them wore hand-me-down clothes. And frankly, they still do because now we decided we like it better anyway. Uh, I, I think that there's a, it's a misnomer that you have to be wealthy to homeschool your children. That's just, it's simply not the case at all. And for a long time, I mean, I did everything under the sun. I sold Tupperware. I worked nights at a um, at an emergency room. I did all kinds of things so that I could stay home with my children and educate them. And I think this idea, the culture doesn't like to sacrifice anything. And so, like I told you earlier, I don't like to sugarcoat it. Is it difficult? Yes. And so I, I asked the parents the question, are your kids worth it? If they're worth it, then you'll figure out a way. And if they're not worth it, you won't. And I hate to say that because it makes people mad, but the ship is sinking. At what point are we going to continue to stand on the deck of the Titanic and polish the brass and listen to the band while the ship is sinking? The barn is on fire. When do you get the horses out? And I've been speaking to homeschool audiences for 15 years. When I started, I was very passive about education. I was just telling them about something that we were doing that we loved that was working really well for our family. I was very careful not to say, hey, this is the best thing for everybody. I have changed my mind. I have, I have reserved the right to change my opinion on this. I'm telling parents, your children are literally dying from a spiritual and a moral um, epidemic of indoctrination in the schools. And stop making excuses and start looking for ways that you can take them out. It's not a question of money, and we need to stop making it about money. I want to emphasize to parents another thing. Even uh, if you think you can make peace with your kids getting indoctrinated, there's another consequence to that. In, In a great number of cases... That means they become alienated from you. Yes. If if you are not a leftist, your kid will be taught that you're an a-hole. That's the bottom line, my friends. There is no way around it. You are a white supremacist if you are white. You're an Uncle Tom if you're black. You're a sellout if you're Hispanic. If you do not buy everything the left says, you are vile. And that's what your child is learning about you. Why you would send your child to a place to learn, to have contempt for you, for you, is a puzzle. All right, let's go. uh, I was going to tell you really quickly, I spoke to a public school principal right here in Vancouver area on Friday night. And he came up to meet me at an event that we were at. And he said, Heidi, what you've been saying about the public schools is true times 10. He just spent eight hours being educated about how they will now be indoctrinating. Now they will be indoctrinating our children here with critical race theory, yes. along with along with the um, sexual indoctrination through comprehensive sex education. He said, Heidi, we are literally and he has five children all in the public schools. He and his wife just pulled them all out. This is a public school principal who said, no more, I don't want my kids in this anymore. And he said, they're turning children against their parents. So what you're saying, Dennis, is 100% right. And I think for us not to know it now and not to see it now is naive. It's naive because they're not even, they're not trying to hide it. Go look at the NEA. Look what they think about parents and what they think about parents when you drop your kids off at the school. They believe they are the moral 
uh, compass for your child at that point, and you have then been sidelined. That's correct. I don't know. That's it. Riz, R-H-Y-S, in St. Petersburg, Florida. Hello? Hi. How do you pronounce your name? Riz. Riz. Okay. Hi. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to, I, I have points all over the place. My mom homeschooled me um, and my uh, sisters a little bit. Um, we actually ended up moving because of that. But um, I disliked public school ever since then and ever since I got old enough to realize the, the basically the Marxist ideology that they teach pretty much everywhere all over it. And so well, I've never, um, I have two children now and I homeschool them. And the only thing I would say about it as far as ease is it only takes a few hours a day. The, the public school keeps your kids in school for way too long just to teach them all kinds of things like standing in line and things that don't really matter that much. It's easy to teach. But the the difficulty that my family has had is that we, we've we basically had to sacrifice certain things as far as money. So we, All right, hold on there. It's, it's important to hear this. The Dennis Prager Show. This is the first of many hours I will be devoting to the one of the most important subjects I can actually speak about, getting your kids out of the American school system, which has been destroyed by the left. Destroyed. It is a farce. College is a farce. High schools are a farce. There are exceptions, okay? But uh, if you find the exception, send your kid to that place. I have no problem with that. Speaking to Heidi St. John, HeidiStJohn.com. All right, so uh, in a nutshell, back to Reeves in Florida. Uh, so you had to give up some stuff materially to uh, to homeschool your kids. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. We we made we made some sacrifices. I mean, not huge. To... We live in a little bit smaller house. We have one car instead of two. Um, you know, um, small things like that. Um, but it's so that we can keep our our so that we can make sure that we have somebody home and and right. Okay. Right. All right. I'm, I'm letting you go because I want to take as many calls. So, look, uh, as as Heidi pointed out, every these are choices you have to make, folks. Uh, ask the people whose kids have contempt for them because they're conservative or God forbid voted for Donald Trump. Ask them whether they would have they would now in retrospect trade in. Uh, a new car uh, every three years or whatever it might be for a lease, uh, and, uh, and and such lovely things, and they are lovely things in life, uh, to have their kids uh, love them and respect them. That's what that's what if that's what it comes down to, then then the hell with the new car. That, I mean, it, it's this is you have to make a calculated calculation to be redundant. Let me leave you with a final word. Let me just say this to Esther, Richard, Allen, Janine, Sue, Abby, and Jerry. Missouri, California, Minnesota, Virginia. I did say Virginia. Texas and Florida. I am going to devote a lot of hours to this. Next hour is male, female hour, so it won't be different. It'll be different. But uh, I want to hear from all of you. So final word to you, Heidi. I, I just would, I would urge parents to really open their eyes to what's happening in the schools. I feel like I've been, I was just mulling over listening to you 
you know, I've said homeschooling is hard. I've said you can do it. I also want to point something out on the positive, and I guess leave it on this note. Homeschooling was the best thing that we ever did for our children. The best thing we ever did for our family. So much joy has come out of it. All seven of my kids, now three of my grandkids are all being homeschooled. Uh, and I want people to know that there's life in it. Life is waiting for you. And don't give up the opportunity you have. We have seeded the parenting of our children to the schools, and it's time for us to take our children Bless back. your soul. HeidiStJohn.com. Thank you. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Alan's story. I've been in back pain since my early 20s. Now I'm 51. In my early 20s, I worked for the state prison. I got injured and I was off work for about a year. I'm now a trained engineer. I basically sit all day long. My wife making me take relief factor literally changed my life. I don't feel like I'm 20 again, but my back does. Everyone knows you want something drug-free. You want something that will help your own body deal with the inflammation that can often cause pain in your neck, back, shoulder, hip, knee, or foot. Actually, even general aches and pains from just getting older, exercise, everyday living, all can be a real problem, even keeping you from sleeping through the night. So here's what I suggest you do. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners of Relief Factor, have created what they call a three-week quick start. It's a trial pack, and they've discounted it to just $19.95. That's about a dollar a day. And after that, about the cost of a cup of coffee a day to stay out of pain. That's a three-week quick start for just $19.95. And you should know this. About 70% of the people who order the three-week quick start for just $19.95 go on to order more. So do what so many others have already done. Take Pete and Seth Talbot up on their offer and go to relieffactor.com and order the three week quick start that's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384 800-500-8384 